Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuckwithability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. Hello and welcome to a new episode on the Inner Power Podcast, you beautiful souls. I'm so happy to have you back with me. Today I want to talk to you about something that I have kind of seen and observed over and over again this weekend when I was meeting up with um, a couple of friends and other people. And it was definitely something that I had been challenged with myself, not only the past year, but it's kind of like a repetitive kind of pattern, if you want to say so, or cycle that you kind of come back into if you don't pay attention and if you don't actively um, manage your decisions and um, what you're using your energy for. And the thing that I've been observing and that I want to talk to you about is basically the three main reasons that I see why people are experiencing a lack of motivation, a lack of purpose, a lack of you know, kind of having that drive that moves you forward. Like I said, last year, I've definitely been in that kind of phase of, you know, basically not feeling myself, feeling very exhausted, feeling very drained, not having had any, let's say, any good reason, any motivation to really, you know, get the day started because I knew that... (laughs) Every day would just like bring me a number of tasks and a number or a load of work that was not lighting me up. So I would say like within this episode, really start um, paying attention to on the one hand, what are, you know, triggers and what are signs, what are indicators of you experiencing a certain, let's say, emptiness, a certain disconnection, a certain kind of indifferent, that's the word, indifferent about things. Because those indicators, those triggers, they will then, you know, signal to you that, hey, there's something that um, I need to take action on. And then you have the other side of like, okay, what are the things that I can do? Because the number one reason that I see um, being a huge cause for this experience of a lack of motivation, a lack of purpose, a lack of um, interest for what is going on and really getting you out of bed, showing up as your most you know powerful self or alive self for that matter, is we are doing way too many things that just 
ex- like they they they're not just exhausting us but the reason that they're exhausting us is we're, we're doing too many things that literally like us that literally suck the living life out of us there you go <laughs> that's the right structure um we're taking on so many things that are maybe part of our to-do list as a mom, as an employee, as a boss, as a dad, as a whatever, as a friend, right? It's those things that we do because basically we feel like we're obligated to, we feel it's part of our responsibility, part of our duty, um, part of our job, um, or like, you know, our role as a friend. It's like, it's those expectations and it's those kind of, yeah, to-dos really, activities that we do because we feel a certain obligation to fulfilling somebody's expectation of us. And um, we're doing, we're focusing so much on, on doing those things that we completely forget or ignore doing things that actually light us up. So from what I can see, you know, from myself, but also last year, from myself last year, but also for many people um, around me, is like, we do so many soul-sucking activities without realizing how empty they leave us. Like, we think that when we do those things, that's the that's the whole mindfuck here. We do those things because we think that they will make us feel better, that they will make us feel accomplished that we're moving forward you know um we think that it will it will maintain or improve our relationships with whoever whether it's your friend your partner your boss it's all those things that we think is are going to create a positive impact in our life without realizing that the only thing that they're doing and don't get me wrong i I'm totally aware that there are certain things that, you know, we need to do and they don't light us up. They don't bring us any energy. They're just literally things that we must do in order to, for example, maintain that or ensure that our kids are well taken care of or that the house is not like (laughs) drowning in chaos or, you know, that you get stuff done at work. I, I get it. Like there are things that we can't like just ignore and um, turn into something that we love. I'm being very realistic here. It's not about, oh yeah, just do what makes you happy. No, like we're aware there's parts that we can't necessarily change. Um, However, we don't stop at those like, let's say core essential things. (laughs) We basically apply this for so many other things that are not necessary. That we're simply doing because we're afraid of, you know, disappointing, of failing somebody, of being seen as maybe, whatever, a lazy person or not a good friend or or an ignorant partner or whatever. But those are the things that literally are responsible for sucking your life energy out of you. All right? So for me last year, just to give you like a concrete example... Um, when the kindergarten was still closed because of COVID and I was spending 
basically a lot of time, um, weeks and months with two kids at home by myself because my husband was working. You know, it's a full-time job. I wasn't sleeping well during the night, so I didn't get any rest. The f- The day was just about, you know, making sure that the baby's getting him her schedule. And um, my son obviously wanted some entertainment as well. So the whole day was just packed with like sleeping, eating, sleeping, taking care of this, changing, going out for a walk, going to the playground, etc., etc., etc. And um, from... <laughs> you know, as early as you open your eyes until they close their eyes. And let's say at 9 p.m., maybe when they were asleep and I was completely exhausted, not because I was only doing stuff that I disliked, don't get me wrong, but it was just like no moment of time for myself. And for me, this is very important. Like I like to be with people, but I also, (laughs) I desperately need like time for myself. And so the thing was, I was just working like a machine. I was literally just working, just making sure that the kids are taken care of, um, that we take off all the, let's say, boxes in our daily structure of what they need and what they want. But there was no time left for me. And after working like this, like there were no soul activities for me, you know, something that was um, energizing me. And or at least not in a way that would literally fill me up at least halfway. So after those weeks and months um, of just functioning like a machine, you know, obviously my energy was bad. When you have no energy, how do you show up? You show up, it gets to a point where you show up really uh, agitated, very aggravated. You, You like, you get, you start snapping so much more quickly you turn into like destructive or disempowering um, emotions like anger very, very easily. And um, when you're just functioning like a machine, I mean, what's the whole purpose of a machine? Yes, it gets a task done, but there like there is no purpose or no, no like bigger motivation, you know, to show up. And I don't know about you, but I'm not the type of person that um, thrives at functioning like a freaking hamster. Like get up, get into your wheel, run, 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 run. When you're done and exhausted, go to sleep and do the same thing over and over and over again. So by the time that the kindergarten opened, I was just done. (laughs) Like literally on on an emotional level, on a mental level, on a soul level, because there was no fuel coming into my machine, into my car, into my whatever system that will help me to like literally, yeah, function properly. It was just like as if you're trying to run your computer constantly, either in standby mode or when you're, you know, when your computer is starting to like the ventilator is going off, like (laughs) nothing is working. Everything is like going super slowly. That's how I felt on the inside. And um, that's what we're all doing. And the thing is, most of us, we don't stop and check in with ourselves to see like what is going on, you know, what it like, how are my days structured or what am I doing that is actually sucking energy out of me versus fueling me with energy. Because here's the thing, when we focus on activities or 
you know, activity as in just even sitting in the park in nature is, let's say, an activity. And it's not always about, you know, performance. It's not always about creating results. It's not always about, um, you know, (laughs) having deliverables at the end of that activity or at the end of the day. But when you start focusing on activities that really, yeah, are like a, a certain kind of infusion for your soul, an energetic infusion, um, you show up way more differently. Like even though you're doing tasks that you don't like and they can be like, you know, numerous on that day. But if you make sure that you like have a balance and you also have time and you make you make time and you make space for activities like maybe it's for you a walk in the park or walk in nature maybe it's for you running maybe for you it's meditating maybe for you it's just having 10 minutes to take your coffee calmly maybe it's for you like having time to read a book or maybe for you it's having time to see friends I don't know what it is you know but we all have things that when we do them even if they like are physically demanding afterwards we feel like lit up we feel energized um we feel a completely different energy and if we don't have that balance you know it's like what are you expecting (laughs) to drive you forward when all of your energy is being sucked out and and what i mean like i mentioned most people don't stop to do that kind of quick inventory (laughs) That's the word. Most people don't do the inventory. Like they just go and go and go until like they literally burn out. And then they wonder like, why the hell am I burned out? Well, because you've been doing way more stuff that is, that feels heavy and exhausting and tiring. And, you know, like somebody's constantly um, pouring water over your, 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 your fire, you know, your inner flame. So, Really, I want to urge you to start making time to just check in after a day, you know, in the evening. Like when you look back, how did you feel after doing certain things? Did it energize you or did it suck the energy out of you? And try to see how you can like infuse your days with more tiny activities that help you light up that energy. You know, some of the things that I then started doing last year in our COVID (laughs) home lockdown, whatever situation was, I started to put on more music and to just dance with the kids, to be more playful. Like, yes, we have to maybe, um, I don't know, eat and get get our, our dinner or lunch ready or whatever, or even play together. But I would put on music that really gets me into a good mood. Um, and so there are like ways on how we can do that without having to block like a lot of time, you know, or things that helped me, for example, were going for a walk. Like I really enjoy being in nature. So I made sure that, for example, when, um, my little one, when it was her nap time, I would go for a walk with uh, my four-year-old and her. He would go on his bike and I would go with a stroller. And that way, you know, it was a win-win-win for all of us. So 
there are things that we can do that don't take up extra time, but they will make such a big difference. And I just want to encourage you to have a look at how are your days going? Like what could help you to infuse them with more like soulful moments with you, with moments of connection, with moments of like um, joy and fun. Life's too, like I see too many people taking life like, you should take your life seriously and know in a certain way, but not like <laughs> too serious in a, in, a, in a sense of like, you're just focusing on being a workhorse basically, you know, and there's no fun allowed. You can work and have fun, you know. So anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> Let's come back to point number two, which is you're waiting for external motivation or external drivers. It's like one sentence that I've heard over this week and over and over again was like, yeah, you know, there's no motivation. Nothing's motivating. There, There's a lack of this um, driving force. And I was just sitting there and thinking to myself, you know, if you're expecting for your environment to be responsible for you having a purpose or feeling like you are living on purpose or for you to have a certain life motivation, then keep on waiting. You're, it's not going to come. Like you need to, you need to find what you're interested in. You need to find like what you're talented at. Like it requires a certain action from you, whether that action is doing personal work, whether that action is like reflection, whether that action is just to go out and try things out, um, whether it's, you know, again, doing an inventory of like what usually sparks curiosity and interest within me. What are things that I do without even having to think about them or somebody doesn't have to like even ask me or convince me to do them. I'm like down for them anytime. Like we're always waiting like for this external motivation. That in the, that that like drive that is going to make you get up in the morning, push you forward, that is going to like drive you. It comes from within. And it searches for a connection on the outside, but it's not like, you know, the ex the environment is like, hello, we're searching for you. <laughs> you know, it's the other way around. So you need to start paying attention. That's why point number one is so important. Start getting more activities that you love, that excite you, that allow you to be playful, that allow you to have more fun at what you're doing. Because that then in return will automatically kind of trigger a certain or spark a new energy within you. Like the more excited, the more enjoyment, the more satisfaction you feel with things, obviously the more you, um, the more willing you are to show up for that. And so with point number two, if you feel like you're still not, clear about your purpose or um, you feel like you would love to have like this external thing that you could just pursue I just want you to to know that it starts within you because I mean at the end of the day 
living our purpose basically means showing up as you are. Living your purpose means being you. And I don't mean the the version of you that is programmed to be the good girl, the achiever, the rebel, to be a victim and just follow our mind's programming. That's not the that's like the learned you. What I mean is like the true you that is underneath all those layers of beliefs that we have around who we need to be, how we need to be, what we need to do, how our life's supposed to look like, what su- what success um, means, etc. But because when you show up as yourself with your natural gifts, with your natural, you know, personality characteristics, automatically, you, and you have natural, you know, interests as well, curiosities, things that just interest you, you know, you're doing it naturally. When you follow those things, this is like your purpose, bringing out those things, because this is what the world needs from you. This is why you are here the way you are. If it was just about, you know, something external to define or to be defined, and then you just, um, let's say, do the work to get it done, it's like not necessarily coming, it's not necessarily coming from you, you know? So when you feel that lack, start, like start making a list literally with what are things that I love doing? What are things that um, interest me? What are things that I do when nobody's watching because I just enjoy it? And maybe it's fishing. Maybe it's just reading. Maybe it's, I don't know, um hanging out with friends, whatever it is, there is like a certain component to it. And that is like naturally um, a characteristic of you. And when you follow that and you just do more of that, you will come to a point where you, you know, you realize like, hmm, it's interesting. It's always like, maybe the same topic that is coming back to me. For example, for me, when I was at that point of like, um, yeah, feeling soul crushed, basically, <laughs> um, I needed some time to do the exact same thing. I was like, okay, I'm like just going to spend the next couple of months just doing stuff that I love, that I enjoy. And after a couple of months, ironically, <laughs> you know, I came back to the same point. It's always for me about I want to help um, people to be like, to feel confident about themselves. It's always for me about helping people to live the life that they want, not that society, their family, their friends, whoever is telling them to ha- to live. This is what, like, at the core, I want people to feel um in love with themselves and in, and enough about themselves to get over this like I'm not good enough thing <laughs> that we're all struggling with but you know whatever it is that I do in the end I always find myself like just learning I'm always learning about how I can get better what you know how I can you know connect more to let's say the spirit, the spiritual aspect of life to energy and all those kind of things. I do that regardless of whether, you know, things are working out for my business, whether things are going great within my personal life. It's just the thing that drives me. 
So you need to start, you know, it's part of like reconnecting with yourself. You need to find those activities, those things, those maybe even people, you know, in your environment that spark that energy within you. And stop waiting for that external thing. Nothing on your outside is responsible for your inside. What I mean by that is like you are responsible for finding your motivation. Nothing on the ex- on the, on the outside. It's not the the outsides, the environments, other people's or the universe's job <laughs> to um, to pull you forward. You need to look for that connection. The third thing that I see people kind of avoiding um, when it comes to feeling a certain emptiness or like, you know, sluggishness or I don't know how to put it. But like when you're just like waking up and you're just like, Ugh, you know, what am I getting up for? It's people avoid doing the inner work. You know, how can you expect for your life to go differently when the same computer that programmed this reality is still in charge? Like if you don't change the program, if you don't, let's say, change the computer system, how are you expecting like to go from Windows to uh, iOS, (laughs) right? If you haven't changed anything about it. Yes, you can like turn it off, turn it on, the computer, restart. But in the end, it will run the same program. And that's the same thing that is happening with our minds. If you don't start doing the inner work and you start deconditioning what has been programmed into your mind um, and fill it with new information about how how you actually you know, perceive the world, what you actually want to be your reality to be like. Things cannot change. And when it comes to finding our purpose or living our purpose, you know, this is like the work that, that is unavoidable because you cannot find yourself. You cannot reconnect with who you truly are if you don't do the work. If you don't confront belief patterns if you don't confront you know emotions that are like constantly um triggering you making you doubt making you show up in a way that is leading you for example to burnout it's all a pattern that we're living and a subconscious one and if we don't like shed light on it if we don't bring it to the conscious level then we cannot expect for things to change. And um, you can't expect to find actually the things that truly interest you, that truly um, light you up when, you know, you continue in this programming of like, for example, in order to be successful, I have to be a manager at a certain, I don't know, level within a company um, earn whatever 200k a year or 100k a year whatever your rules or conditions are for a success you know and I think the best indicator is like when you set yourself high goals and you work and you do everything to get it done and then you get there and you're like hmm is that all there is like 
I imagine that I would feel like this in that way when I would maybe, I don't know, get to that level professionally, when I would buy that house, when I would buy that car, when I, you know, do certain things. Because those things don't mean anything to you at a soul level. They may mean something to your mind because that's how it feels. It's like um, going to feel enough. But when something like when you work so hard for something and it's like it seems meaningless when you get there, it's just an indicator to me that this is not what your soul is looking for. It is. It was just, um, yeah, initiated by our mind's belief that we're not good enough. You can resist doing the inner work. You can avoid it. You can, you know, act as if it's not going to do any any difference to you. Um, but I personally would say, if you if you hold on to avoiding this work, you know. Just just be realistic that your environment, your life experience will not really change. The set of emotions will just continue to repeat itself in a loop through different, you know, situations. The situations that you're going to experience, they're all going to be like similar in their results. I mean, like emotionally, um, mentally, but that may be emptiness that you're experiencing at the moment is not going to change. You'll definitely not feel any more worthy or more good enough. And I think the doubts that we're going to experience if we hold, just stay in this pattern longer and longer, it's just that those feelings of, those feelings of inadequacy, those feelings of not enoughness, those feelings of failing, of disappointing, all those kind of things, you know, they will just like grow bigger and bigger. So if you really want to experience a life where you're driven by an a force, like a, a, a big motivating force, then I would strongly encourage you to work on those three things. Like I said, number one, Bring in more or incorporate more activities in your daily life that light you up, that energize you, that fuel you with fun, playfulness, um, connection, love, excitement, all those things. And start reducing all those things, activities, people that are literally just energy suckers. Number two, stop waiting for something external to change that state for you and start taking action by becoming very curious about what it is that sparks your interest, that you love, that, you know, really make you show up with a completely different attitude, regardless how maybe useless you consider those things to be to pursue them like every day or regularly, you know, for example, like maybe, maybe for you, one, one big energizer for me is also dancing. I know I'm not the best dancer and I realized that I would really, um, suck (laughs) at, let's say being part of like dance groups or something like that. But maybe if, you know, dancing is your thing 
And you just, at this moment, you can't imagine making something out of that, like creating a career on, on it or making a living off of it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, on a side note, I do believe that you can almost, you probably can monetize almost any hobby or any passion that you have. But, you know, it's not, it does, it's not relevant for that moment being. I'm very convinced that when you find your 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 thing, even for the moment being, you know, it doesn't mean that we just find one thing and that's going to last for a lifetime. Many people have different passions. So I don't want to say like when you find that one passion, but when you find that one thing and you step into that different energy, I am very convinced that opportunities will show up and you will start seeing things from a different perspective. So be more pre- proactive about that and um, stop waiting for something else to to do the work for you, basically. You know, maybe just as a as a little side story, when I when I was literally at my down down, um, my very first, um, I don't know, life crisis, if you want to say so. And I felt that like I felt that I had no purpose whatsoever. I felt completely empty. Everything seemed like useless, senseless. Um, and what I did, I just started to li- like literally follow my interests. And one thing would lead to another. And um, that thing would then lead to another thing. Like I started to read one book. That book mentioned another topic. Then I went for that topic. And eventually, you know, I got to coaching. Like before, I had no idea that coaching existed, what it was, you know, um, what it would do to people, etc., etc. But I got there because I just started taking action and follow like the breadcrumbs, you know, <laughs> of interest. So that's why I'm saying like maybe you don't see the possibilities yet for your interests and for what um, sparks your joy. But they are there. And there's so many like people who are making... Uh, who are creating careers, making money with things where you would like literally probably think, um, how the heck is that even possible? I mean, there's people making, you know, lots of money from playing Pokemon. So (laughs) there you go. You love computer games, you can monetize that too, you know? Um, And thirdly, you know, stop avoiding doing the inner work. It is so essential and literally hands down, it is going to be the best freaking thing that you can do to for yourself. Like even though it's scary, even though it's it's a little bit frightening maybe sometimes and it sucks <laughs> at at some points because obviously you're facing things that you that you want to avoid. But once you've confronted them, like it liberates you in such a way that like Nothing else compares to it. No no amount of money, no amount of like physical distance to people that you you feel are like holding you back or criticizing you or whatever. Like nothing for me, from my point of view, amounts to the level of freedom that you gain um, from doing the inner work and releasing beliefs and emotions that just hold you hold you trapped in this kind of cage of who you need to be, how you need to be, what you need to do, you know? So really, be courageous in just 
confront those things. Do the work. It will be the very best, literally, time, money, um, energy investment that you can do for yourself. And I am very convinced that when you start practicing those three things that I've talked to you about today, that things will start to shift. Obviously, don't expect for things to shift like within one day of doing stuff, right? But um, things take a little bit of practice. But once you get into it, like I said, it's going to be like the the breadcrumbs from uh, Hansel and Gretel. I don't know if you know the story, but anyways, um, that you're going to start following and that will lead you to that, let's say, to that thing of yours, like what you're meant to do and who you're meant to be truly and naturally. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I'm going to park it here. Um, Let me know what, you know, landed most for you. What was most valuable for you? Share it with people who you think are in this kind of, you know, low in their life and help them get out of there. There's so many more stories that I could tell, but (laughs) I think you got the main idea. So with this being said, I leave you here and I hope to hear you next week. Bye, guys. You liked what you heard on this episode, but would like to get more support? Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on olgamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.